the world is huge there are 8 billion plus people on on the planet 5 billion plus people on the internet itself my best probably leverage is that i don't need to build a huge business i only need to build a small one person business so i can with just 100 or 1000 customers i can make it work today's guest is ayush chaturvedi Ayush always thought he'd be a corporate drone until he was 60. At 33, he decided to leave his comfortable corporate job. With 24 months of savings and raw ideas, he chose to leave the rat race and go solo because his job was taking a toll on both his mental and physical health. He prioritized his life over his career. despite being married with a 6-year-old and caring for parents and parents-in-law without any monetizable skills he was inspired by the build in public movement on twitter and started there he failed as a freelance writer and got rejected by dozens of clients and startup founders however he was able to get a consulting gig that paid his bills and allowed him to work on his own projects such as Indie Masterminds which is a mastermind program and community made up of entrepreneurs to help grow their businesses. Welcome to the Meebet Ayush. Hi Erica, so so excited to be here and uh, th- thanks for having me. Uh, Thank privileged. You. Thank you. I'm so excited to have you here. Your story yeah. is such an incredible one and I have been excited to share it. So, you went from a big corporate job to being a yeah. solopreneur. How did that happen? Was there yeah. like a specific event that made you think you should work for yourself? I would not say it, there was like one specific event. It it became like a series of events uh, over a period of time. So I quit when I, I had eleven years of experience uh, after I graduated from college. Uh, I worked at two companies. Uh, you know, the last company I was working for nine years, uh, and I had gotten into like uh, mid management. Like I was staff engineer and and stuff there. uh but i i over time like over like my 7th year 8th year 9th year i started realizing that this doesn't feel right this way of working that we have that this setup this this entire structure corporate structure that you've created is probably not right for uh the kind of life that i want to live right it's it's not for uh probably how humans like uh, should this is only the result of the last 200 years of the industrial revolution uh we have become so systematized and and we have like 8 hour days and 10 hour, which during covid those day those those days became 10 12 14 hour days right i realized that you know i did the system is uh created in a way or like it has evolved into uh, something where uh you have to play the game uh more than you have to do your job uh right more than you have to do your work and and the better you are at playing that game the higher you can go in that corporate ladder i don't mind pain, playing games but playing that game was detrimental to my own life my physical life my mental health my physical health my time with my family was a big concern as well and and it was just like the job was taking over and i realized that i didn't have to have this like with the power of the internet i realized that I can build a one-person business that supports the life I want to live. So, like the, my my then go, eventual goal and current goal right now is to build a life I want to live and then build a business around it, rather than you know uh, get a job and then build a life around it. I think that was the big mindset shift that happened during the last three or four years of my employment. I was just going to ask you about that mindset shift because. 
being in corporate to being a solopreneur is completely different. So yes. what was that process like for you? How did you work through that? So if you, if you think from first principles, you realize first of all, that most rules are made up, right? If your boss says this is a deadline, there, there's no, like you can easily, you know, extend those deadlines. And he's just like, somebody has just thought up that number and given it to you to follow. And, and we don't, never question that right so i started questioning those rules that were being thrust upon us as as corporate employees within our organization and it became clear to me that nobody has got their stuff figured out like nobody knows what they're doing till the higher ups uh, and they're all just following what they've seen other people do and it, it became a very like a sheep like shepherds who are sheep themselves you know herding other sheep and i realized that i was just like a part of the herd there and i wasn't thinking for myself i was just thinking that the i was given goals by someone else i was given tasks by someone else and my my own personal goals weren't addressed at all so like i started thinking for myself started questioning everything it started reading up online you know reading books listening to podcasts uh, daniel vasalo is a is a big inspiration i think we we met there in in his community uh, and i realized that there is with the power of the internet with like in in 2020 2021 2022 uh, you know, the last two or three years, uh, I realized that I could actually, you know, I'm, I'm living in a small town in India, uh, right? I could serve with my skills and my expertise. I could actually serve people from across the world. And I would probably lean into what I want, the life I want to live, and then find a way to make a living around it. Uh, that was the essential idea that I, that I was going for. And, and it took me like two or three years to actually make it happen and get that mindset shift going and also have, you know, build up some financial runway to, to actually make, make this possible. Yeah. And that's really important too, right? To make sure that you have that financial stability when you decide to make that decision. You have a lot of people depending on you. You're married, you have a child, you have parents that you're looking after, you have parents-in-law you're looking after. What was their reaction yeah. when you said, hey, guys, I want to quit my <laughs> my comfortable corporate job and go and do something oh. for myself? So everyone was shocked. My wife, of course, knew about this. She had an inkling that that is where I wanted to go. And we had had plenty of conversations over the years. So we've been together 15 years now. Like we, we were going out uh, and then we got married. So we've been married for 10 years and we've been uh, together for 15 years. So we know each other quite well. Uh, and we understand where, where both of us are coming from. So my wife was obviously ready. She was like, yeah, I was just waiting when you'll do this. But my parents, like, convinced, like talking to my parents and like, trying to explain to them or trying to explain to my parents-in-law, uh, right? Those conversations took some time and some effort to make them. Because especially in India, like come from a very small conservative Indian family where like you do college and you get a job and then you stick to your job 40 years. Right. That, that is the traditional mind that we have here. And, and breaking out of that and trying to build an internet business, not like a physical store or a business that, that you can actually see with your hands. It's like now they don't know what I do because they cannot see anything. Like everything's online. So that's hard to explain to people. You know, that's really hard for people who are not business people, who are not really into the online world. It's yes, really yes, hard for yes. them to get the understanding of, okay, I really am working. You know, even though yes, you see me yes. on my computer, I'm really working. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you make real money? Is that, or these are just numbers on the screen? Like, is this legal? Like, how are you getting money from all of these people? Why are they paying you? And so, yeah, explaining to them those concepts, those ideas that, you know, 
the, the kind of leverage that the internet can bring can help you how it is different how it is powerful and uh, and how you can leverage your skills uh, to make a living so those conversations were hard uh, but we got through them they are very supportive uh, and now even they are very very supportive and very helpful uh, so the most fun thing is my son he's he's 8 now and he's like uh you know what do you do why don't you go to an office right he said the mom goes to office like you are you are sitting in a room like you and i am in his room uh, i have set up my home office in his we we share a room basically and he's like why are you in my room all day like talking to people on the screen <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun explaining trying to explain to him what i do for a living but i think over years he will understand and probably will actually uh, be better for him to look at an alternate career uh, go growing up uh, right when he's when he's 15 16 18 uh, i think that this would be useful for him You uh, are yeah. modeling alternative choices for him, right? Like you are yeah, showing yeah, him yeah. like you do not have to necessarily follow this traditional path yes. if you don't want to. If that's something that you want, definitely go exactly. ahead and do it, but yeah. you have choices as far as yes, that's concerned. Yes, yes, yes. yes you have yes, been very yes. open about yeah. having yeah. failures early on. You were saying yes. how clients and startup founders had just not been interested in your work yeah rejected me yeah so straight out straight out rejected me yeah, yeah of course i faced a lot of rejection i i face rejection every day <laughs> so how do you deal with those failures and rejection oh yes oh, it it is always very personal for me it is very hard to deal with uh, you know it it's like mentally uh, emotionally it's it's very hard to see that you put something out there in the world uh, right you you created something and nobody wants to buy it uh or, or you try and talk about it and people say that uh, you know your your thing is is bad it's a piece of crap you pitch something to someone and and they say you know you're not interested uh, and they block you so those things happen they're part of the process they're part of the learning experience and i think we all of us have to go through it because i've done a lot of research and i knew that this is part of the process and i knew that there is going to be like an upside there are going to be returns to doing this over six months period or a one year period or a two year period i'm going to start seeing results and that it's a numbers game because 99% of the people in the world aren't your ideal customers anyway uh, right the world is huge there are 8 billion plus people on on the planet 5 billion plus people on the internet itself my best probably leverage is that i don't need to build a huge business i only need to build a small one person business so i can with just 100 or 1000 customers i can make it work so if when i get a rejection this is good that i got rejected so i know who not to target anymore i can move on to someone else and and speak to them uh, right so that is what the mindset that is that that carries me through and, and even today like, i don't think there will probably never be a day where i'm not rejected uh right because i pitch myself every day on the internet i keep doing it and and some people you know 1% of the people like it and they and they join me and they, and they help keep the business running and 99% of the people don't want what i offer and that's okay you know the, 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 that's what helps me uh, go go through it yeah that's a really healthy perspective to have because yeah. it can be easy to just say all right i'm going to quit because every time i i look around the corner i keep getting yeah. rejected so yeah. how do you know when it's time to keep going or quitting because you actually took on a really big challenge and yeah. you know where yeah. i'm going yeah. with this you decided yes, yes, to yes. create 25 different yeah. products yeah. Yeah. in 25 weeks that is a yes. big undertaking yes. 
So yes. during that process, what was that like for yeah. you? Yeah. So first, like just a background, I'm pretty active on Twitter and I realized that Twitter was the best place to do the challenge uh, for me. And, and I've seen a lot of friends uh, or a lot of people who I look up to done crazy challenges like this on, on Twitter previously. People trying to do like 12 startups in 12 months and, and that kind of thing. I had no formal education in business. Uh, I had no background in business for 11 years out of college. I was a corporate employee. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about it. Right. So I wanted to like give myself a business education without having to go to business school for two years and having to spend that money essentially. Right. Uh, that business school takes up. So I, uh, what, what came to me was that the six months left in, in 2022, like th this was like last year, June, I was doing my mid-year reflection and I was just thinking that, you know, what have I achieved this year and, uh, and what I want to do for the rest of the year. And it became clear that I needed to learn more. Like I needed to sell, learn to sell, uh, more. I needed to build leverage because until that point I was only doing service businesses. So I was consulting and I was freelancing a lot. Uh, I was running an agency at the time. So I basically wanted to move on from services to products uh, because I wanted uh, leverage, uh, right? So I wasn't sure what product was going to work. Like I have a lot of ideas, but I don't know are they validated or not. Are people going to pay money for them or not, right? So I wanted to get, get through that validation phase very quickly that and have a lot of reps in because ultimately it's, it's about the reps that you put in. Uh, right, the repetitions that, that you can get into that whole process of uh, ideation to building to selling. I think a lot of people love to build, but they, they're too afraid to sell. And that is what I wanted to get. So the challenge was not about trying to build something. The challenge was about to try to sell something. So all of those were pre-launch products. Like I did not build any of, uh, any of those products uh, until I had uh, some revenue from them. Right. So I announced it I, each week. I would announce that I'm building, I'm going to build this. Uh, if you want in, you can get an early bird discount, uh, right? but you still have to pay so that I know that this is worth, uh, this idea is worth going into. And only if I got, got some traction there with some people being interested, uh, that's when I would actually, and these are all like, because I, I, I shrunk it, like there were 25 weeks left in the year, right? uh in june 2022 so, th th so that was the idea that okay 25 weeks what can i do okay i can launch 25 projects hmm. uh, and and because i i put such a heavy constraint so like all of them became like info products ebooks courses uh which i could actually ship in one uh, in in seven days uh, right I, I i'm a writer i love writing so i've been i've been writing for a long time so i knew that i could show, ship a, a good quality info product in seven days and um, it doesn't have to be lengthy. It doesn't have to be exhaustive because nobody like even wants these days. Uh, nobody wants things to be that exhaustive these days anyways. Uh, so uh, that was the idea that 25 projects in 25 weeks and uh, and I failed. <laughs> I burnt out towards the end. Uh, I, I think eventually managed to do 15 or 17 probably. Uh, it started in June, last week of June, ended in the first week of December. And uh, and by that time, I had, uh, I had I was so burnt out. I just took three weeks in December off. I didn't do anything and just went on a vacation, relaxed, and then reflected. Uh, yeah, that is the story. <laughs> that is incredible because when I read that you did that, I thought, my gosh, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> now, how many yeah. of those 25 products actually survived? Yeah. So most of them failed, but some of them, probably like five or six of them survived. And I realized like they, they made solid money and I thought that there was a business here. 
uh, that that could be built on top of this because that was the idea to figure out the the core ideas that that people would pay money for and then build on top of those ideas uh, right so but but still like i could not go deep into five or six concept like five or six products i could not double down on them so uh, i realized i would go deep into one which became my mastermind program and community that I launched. That was the first project that I did. It's a four-week live cohort. And that was a project that had the most best feedback and, and value that, that customers. So I thought that was the thing that I could do, like should lean into. And everything else just becomes like part of the membership and the mastermind program. So everything else comes as a, as a bundle, free bundle that you get when you join. Uh, instead of trying to go deep into individual products, I said, okay, I'll bundle everything up. And I'll, I'll double down on one thing that this year, like, so I, I, I love the explore exploit framework that, that I went with that 2022, at least six months of that year were about exploration. And now like 2023 is like exploiting the ideas that have worked well. So in exploration, you go wide and then in exploit during exploitation, you go deep. Uh, right. So this year is, is for me to go deep and, uh, into just one, one of those uh, ideas. I also have like a couple of more uh, projects, but what I realized uh, is that this is the way that I could add the most value to the world. It was not about making a lot more money. It was about adding the most value to people's lives from around the world. And, and I realized that this was the best way to do it. That's why I realized that I'm going to double down on this and share everything else as a bundle that they can get once they join. So th th that's how it is right now. Yeah. So it sounds like you learn a lot going through oh, yes. that process, <laughs> like not just the practical aspect of which projects yeah. were successful, yeah. but you probably learn a lot about selling and a lot about yes. yourself, what you could do. You yeah. even talked yeah. about yeah. burning out, like, okay, I will never do this kind of challenge again because yes. <laughs> it's yes. too much, yes. right? <laughs> yes. I was naive. I was stupid. <laughs> uh like six uh yeah uh, one year uh, like june me from june 2022 like i want to go back in time and probably tell him dude you know relax you should not be doing this <laughs> yeah because that is quite uh, an undertaking uh, but you know what like you said yeah. you did find a product that really stuck that really resonated yeah, yeah, yeah and so yeah. it's totally worth it what challenge yeah, has taught yeah. you the most about yourself? I think the 25 week challenge taught me a lot about, and actually there's a significant mindset, especially when I started the mastermind program, uh, part of the 25 week as one of the projects. Uh, and I started speaking to people live on calls every week. I started realizing the value that I was providing to people and the kind of, uh, uh, you know, so before, uh, uh, before the 25 week challenge, like my goal, um, I did not have a big vision in life. I did not have like big goals, big ambitions. My goal was just to build, like, it was very, it was very self-centered, very selfish that I just want to build a business around myself. Like that I want to live a life, uh, the way I want to live and, uh, and I'll, I'll find ways to build a business around it. But, but through the challenge, through the period of that challenge. And since then, and through like uh, through the mastermind uh, program and community, I have been able to speak to so many people, and I realized that many more people need help. And probably like my my vision or my purpose probably should be more outward than inward, and trying to help as many people as possible. Right. So so that shift has has happened. I've grown. Uh, I th I think I've grown a lot. I've become a less selfish person. Probably my uh, outlook has changed. Uh, I think. Uh, and it is it only happened because I've been speaking to so many people now and so many people have reached out and, and asked for help. Uh, and so many people have, you know, uh, on Twitter, especially, 
so many people have uh, you know said good things said bad things but but they most importantly like they they've come and uh, they've asked me for feedback they've asked me for help that you know this is was what is the one thing that we should be doing uh, or that that can help move the needle and i realized that you know i'm just a couple of steps ahead of them uh, right and probably somebody 100 steps ahead of them will not be able to help them in a way that i can help them uh, right so that i think has been like the biggest change in me that i should actually look at helping somebody two steps behind me and finding out a way of what is the best way that i can do it so that way i think i changed quite a bit through the challenge and and the program that takes a lot of self-awareness. It takes yeah. somebody who really understands the process and to really yeah. dissect yeah. the process and think about the yeah. process and yeah. say, yeah. hey, you know, I was kind of, I had this selfish mindset in the beginning, yeah. but now yeah. I have evolved and I want yeah. to figure yeah. out how I can help others. And it sounds like yeah. your Indie Masterminds program really kind of helped yeah. you to come to that realization. Is that fair to say? Yes, 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 it did. It is because I'm speaking with eight to 10 people live on Zoom calls every week, uh, right? And helping them out. And we are, we are, it's, it's the mastermind thing. So it's like a group helps, uh, helps one person every week. Uh, as a group, we come together. And, and that's when I realized like the power of connection, like we're part of communities and we're part of uh, groups of like minded people. Uh, right and I never thought of that initially like initially when I joined community it was all about again going from selfish to looking from inward to outward initially when I joined community it was only about learning you know trying to learn something what can I learn there now when I look at a community it's more about how can I help someone here with, with whatever I know like I have limited skill set limited knowledge if somebody can you know if I can add value to somebody you know why should I not uh, right so that perspective shift has been really powerful for me uh, personally I, I feel like i've grown uh, and i think it's something like it's very cliche to say but once you go through it you realize the the actual mindset shift that happens in your head uh, so uh, yeah it is good and the program has helped me a lot yes i always yeah. like to ask my guests what they're most proud of what would oh. you say that you're most proud yeah. of I'm very proud of many things. Uh, on one hand, I I feel that I've done a bunch of stuff, and on the other hand, when I look at it, it's like, yeah, this is just normal. Like, there's nothing to be proud of uh, here, uh, right? But uh, mm, I would say probably the whole move, right? My decision to go all on myself, uh, right, and say that this world is not for me, this corporate employment is not for me, and I'm going to find a way, figure out a way. I had no idea at the time when I quit my job what I was going to do, right? Uh, and even today, like, I'm still figuring stuff out. But I think that move has probably given me the most pride because I'm able to do it. Like, I am finding a way, right? I strategically planned that decision and I told myself that I will be able to find a way and make this work. And now I'm in the process of it. And I speak to so many people around the world who want to do it, but they just cannot do it. Uh, right they have limiting beliefs they have challenges like everyone's context is different of course but this is what i get the most respect for or praise for love for uh, right people give send like such long appreciative messages for what i'm doing uh, so probably i think that that is how i i would say that yeah, this is what i'm most most proud of but for me it's it's again like i'm just trying to live uh, the life i want to live like because we've got one life <laughs> 
<laughs> I agree. And so that is why you take these bets on yourself. You try yes. different yes. things, no yes. matter how scary they are. Yeah. And that's probably one of the reasons why you decided to do the 25 products in 25 yes. weeks to just yeah. put some things out there, get it out there. Yeah. What yeah. does yeah. success feel like to you? Like when we talk about success, we talk about what it looks like, but what does it feel yeah. like? So like, uh, first, like it's, I'm not successful. Like uh, I'm not like hugely successful. I haven't like uh, built a huge business or I haven't made a lot of money. <laughs> uh, right. But I do get like small successes, small wins uh, almost every day, every week. Uh, the, the, there's a small win that, that happens. It's just extremely fulfilling. Because it's not something that stokes my ego, uh, right? It's not about ego. This is about self-fulfillment uh, because you have a thesis of how the world should work. Uh, according to that thesis, you create a product or a service and you put it out in the world uh, and you say, this is how I can add value. You have a way of thinking that this is how the world should be and this is how I can add value to it. And then when somebody finds value from it, and actually says that this is really helpful and this is really valuable what you're doing. And people tell me that they haven't seen anyone else do this. It's all about the human connection. I'm a very passionate person, right? I love like connecting with people uh, and speaking to them and, and like-minded people from across the world. So when people come to uh, like a live on call, they would tell me that this is very powerful, this is very useful, and I haven't found this anywhere else. I think that is the most fulfilling feeling for me. And that's when I feel successful. And even if it doesn't mean financially, it's not a big number. I didn't hit the ball out of the park or whatever. But emotionally and internally, like for my intrinsic motivation, I think that is one of the most powerful feelings. And so that's what success feels like a wide smile when someone says that you help them. And you can just smile and say thank you. And you can say that it means a lot. And you have uh, got to get up next morning and do the same thing again. <laughs> uh, right. That makes it so that you keep wanting to keep going, right? Yes, 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 exactly. You cannot, you cannot stop. You have to keep going and it gives you motivation. I, I love it. Uh, I love doing what I'm doing. <laughs> That's good because you went to a place working in corporate where yeah. you weren't really feeling good about the work yeah. and the environment yes. that you were in. So yes. now you're in a healthier, more positive yes. environment. Yes. You talked about feeling burned out after the yeah. 25 and 25. Yeah. How do you prevent it? What specifically yeah. did you do to unwind? I think reflection is very important. Taking a break, I'm big into like meditation and journaling. And so that's what I found really useful by the end of it. And taking regular breaks, of course. Uh, I went on a vacation, like went on cup two vacations actually two separate trips that I took. So travel is very useful. So now I have like made it a point to take reflection breaks every month. So it's like a couple of days or two or three days where I'm not doing anything, right? It's separate from my regular weekends that we have, right? So two or three days every month where I'm not doing anything. I'm only thinking, reflecting on how the month went. What can I do differently next month? And what goals should I go after? And so that... And every like three or four months, like I want to take a small trip somewhere just for a few days, just to get away from my regular setup, my home and my office. So just taking break, like mental and physical surroundings is best way to deal with burnout. I think. On those yeah. vacations, are you taking your laptop and cell phone? No, no laptops. No, no, no. I only take my Kindle, my books and my diary and to note stuff. 
yeah, no, no laptops, no way. <laughs> That's good. Knowing yeah. what you know now, would you do anything yeah. differently in your MeBet journey? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, because I've learned so much. Like there, there have been so it has been uh, up and down. It has been a roller coaster, and it is going to be a roller coaster uh, going forward. Like, this is a long journey. I'm just 18 months in, but I don't think I'll change anything. I am who I am because of everything, right? Because of the wins and the failures, the successes and the losses, the ups and downs of the roller coaster. Everything combined, like all of those experiences. Uh, make me who I am. So I cannot undo or change anything. I do everything again the same way. What piece of advice would you give to someone who wanted to bet on themselves, but they're too afraid or they don't know where to start? Yeah. So, I, so uh, actually, I've got like two sticky notes uh, right in front of me that, that I have on my monitor every day. And there are two. one is embrace discomfort. Uh, that it is going to be uncomfortable. It is going to be hard. That's what makes it worth doing as well. If it was easy, like everyone would be doing it, there would be no value in it. And the other one is that this is going to be fun <laughs> because that's what helps you get through it uh, is that when you're having fun and, and you actually have fun, when you, when you do something uncomfortable, it, you grow as a person and as an individual and you have a lot of learning and a lot of fun in the process. So this is what I remind myself every day that I have to embrace discomfort every day and I have, and I know, but by the end of it, I know that this is going to be fun. So yes, this is the advice that I'm going to give to anyone who wants to bet on themselves is do the uncomfortable, embrace discomfort, but know that it will be worth it. And it will be a lot of fun. The journey will be really cool if you decide to bet on yourself. Yeah. I love that constant reminder that it's right there. So Ayush, what's next for you? I know you have Indie Masterminds, which is your flagship project, and that's doing really, really well. So what else do you have on your plate that you're working on? Uh, so Indie Masterminds started as only as a four-week life cohort, and that was the only thing that I had in mind. But like I've been speaking to people, and I realized that there is a lot more value in the community itself as well now. Uh, so not the live sessions, but the asynchronous, we have a Slack community now, we have past 60 members, not big, but it, it's a nice cozy place on the internet where like-minded people hang out and come together. So I'm focusing on now adding more value to the community itself than the live cohorts so that people can come in and have like continuous value uh, going forward. So Indie Masterminds community is thing that I'm looking forward to this year. I have a SaaS, like a software product bet that I'm doing. I'm a co-founder and that's doing well as well. I'm doing it with a friend. He's the developer guy. I'm the marketing guy and we're working together. And it's an independent businesses, a business completely bootstrapped. And we recently went past like 500 subscribers, which was like a, a small win for us. We just started it like six months ago or less probably. And it, this friend was somebody who I met on Twitter, right? So like just being active on online has been really useful for me. So I'm going to be doing that, be trying to be more active on Twitter. And now I'm looking at LinkedIn as well, because I see that a lot of people are on LinkedIn who I can help. So this is what is on the horizon for me right now. More focus on the community, running my software project and growing it continuously every day on the site. I have a newsletter which basically combines all of it and I share my learnings every week. But I learn in the process of trying to build an audience on Twitter and LinkedIn trying to run a SaaS product and trying to run a, a community and mastermind. I share all my learnings in my newsletter every week as well. So this is probably enough. Uh, I got plenty on my plate already with this. This is what I'm thinking this year. Yeah.
Yeah, that sounds like you have quite a handful, but it sounds really exciting yeah. at the same time. And I love yes, that you're yes. sharing everything that you're doing, like the process yes. of how that's going. So what's the best yeah. way that people can contact you? I know you're on Twitter. Is that the place yeah. where you like people yes. to, to reach out? Yeah, probably Twitter is the best place. Send me a DM. My DMs are open. I reply to almost everything uh, on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Ayush Tweets here. It is A-Y-U-S-H-T-W-E-E. T-S-H-E-R-E. Anyone listening, feel free to send me a DM. I'd be happy to help you out in any way. Fantastic. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'll make sure I have that in the show notes for everyone. Sure, well, sure, thank you sure, for sure. joining us on the MeBed. I really appreciate it, your time being here. Thank you, Erica. This is a pleasure. I've been on a bunch of podcasts, but I love what you're doing and I love the idea of the MeBet. I think this is so important. This needs to be talked about a lot more that people need to bet on themselves. And this is a wonderful like job that you're doing, that you're bringing out these stories. And you are the perfect person to tell these stories. Thanks, Erica. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Ayush has a healthy perspective and humbling spirit. Here are three takeaways. Rejections and failures are good. They're part of the learning experience. They teach you who not to target. Whenever you pitch online, you will get rejected daily. And that's a good thing because you will attract the people who like what you're doing. It's important to do a mid-year reflection to see what you want to achieve for the remainder of the year. Ask yourself, are there things that I need to learn in order to accomplish my goal? And finally, when you decide to bet on yourself, you must remember two things. Embrace discomfort, and it's going to be fun. And you do this while knowing that it was worth it. That's it for today. Join me, your host, Erica Johnson, next week on the MeBet Podcast with another amazing guest.